Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club daily podcast. This is a podcast designed to provide you with a brief summary of what is going on in the Football Index stock market every single day. Hello and welcome to episode 159 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. Sorry for the late episode, I ended up recording five or six times, but this will be the final one. And today I'm just going to talk about who, which type of players in particular I think will rise over the next few weeks and months, which category of players. And this is mostly based on the trend which I've noticed throughout the last week and how I think we can learn from that trend, which we've recently seen, um, and the reason for that trend as well. So getting straight into it then, the players which have been rising throughout this last week has mostly actually been players gaining transfer links. So over the last few months, we certainly saw a very strong trend towards Bundesliga players, and then we had Premier League players rising, and then also premium, higher-priced young talents as well. But I'd say at the minute, we're actually seeing more money go into transfer players more than anything. And if we have a look at the biggest risers over the last week, we've had Raidul Baku, who's been linked to various teams. Patsin Daka, who scored a hat-trick today, very impressively, and is very likely to be on the move this summer, or at least gain transfer links over the next few months, you would expect, especially as he's been in really good form lately. Ismail Benneke, he's been linked to various sides um, over the last few days. And Thiago Almada, who has been linked to Man United. In addition to those players, they're the top four risers. We also have had Donny van der Beek being linked to Man United and rise a huge amount. And also Ben Chilwell being linked to Chelsea and rising a huge amount. So I'd definitely say there is a lot of money going into transfer holes lately. And I don't think that's just a coincidence with transfer links um, emerging over the last week. And the reason I believe these title players have been rising so much is just because the Bundesliga players had actually dropped quite a bit over the last week or two. Um, we've had players like Timo Werner, Kai Averse, Haaland. They've all dropped a little bit over the last few days. Not significant drops, but I'd say there's been more drops throughout the squad list and actually quite widespread as well on a few of the Bundesliga players who have actually been performing okay lately, but some of them now have quite wide spreads and there's definitely less demand for Bundesliga players throughout the market, I'd say. Um, and so the reason why I think those two things sort of interlink is that the Bundesliga drops have kind of shown the market how there's going to be less demand for the leagues once they get closer to ending. So the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, everyone's been quite excited for those leagues to return. But once we get into five or six matches time, the demand may not be there so much. And traders are going to start to have a look at who's going to rise next after these players. And so people are already starting to plan for that and they're starting to plan for the end of the season and just the next few months as well. Because one thing that will remain up until the start of next season and even maybe later, I'm not sure when the transfer window ends, but one thing which is likely to continue is the transfer speculation and that hype and that excitement that's probably going to continue over the next few months, regardless of when the leagues end and the spreads due to those ending leagues and money maybe shifting out of players from certain leagues and all of that. So I suppose that's probably why these players, from uh, which have been getting, gaining links lately, have increased. And I say one important point on players gaining transfer links um, is the context to which their chances of earning dividends are going to improve. That's a difficult thing to sometimes get your head around, but I really do believe 
some players will gain transfer links and actually have a way better chance of earning dividends in the future if whatever transfer does actually go ahead and so could actually be really good value. So Bruno Fernandes, before he joined Man United, that was undoubtedly going to lead to him having an extremely good chance of him earning both match day and media dividends as he'd proven time and time again that he had very strong match day dividend potential and he, of course, is was very likely to earn media dividends, which he has done um, via joining Man United. And, and we knew that because Paul Pogba had earned a ton of media dividends. And um, obviously, they're not the same players. Um, Paul Pogba is just a bit of a media magnet in general. But any attacking midfielder joining Man United for a big transfer fee was always likely to earn media dividends. Um, so I suppose that was partly why I highlighted him on the site a couple of times when he was around £2.50 or so earlier in the season. Um, but... Anyway, I think the context really is key. Some players don't really have the underlying stats, which would suggest that they're actually going to earn that much in match day dividends in the future. And I'd say some of the main underlying stats that I've been looking at lately would probably be all of these statistics per 90 minutes, accurate passes. I think that can build up the base PB score. But on top of that, what you really need is assists, goals. They're obviously really key to hitting high PB scores. But not just that, I'd say just general creativity. Um, so I'd say key passes, I always find they result in high PB scores. Total crosses and successful crosses, players like Trent, he's very known for his crossing. Um, and that's been a big thing to come out of the new PB matrix because you get so many different points if you provide an assist via a cross. Um, so they kind of stack up and end up resulting in high PB scores. Um, I'd say also just a few other things. I quite like looking at players who are very good at dribbling. I'm not sure how much that really helps with PB scores, but it's more of a excitement and maybe maybe even media point of view. Um, I might be talking nonsense now, but I think it kind of can catch the eye of the casual trader. I suppose players like Alan St. Maximin and uh, Adama Traore, they've actually risen huge amounts this season and their PB scores haven't been that strong, but they're both very strong at dribbling and that really can catch the eye of the casual trader and actually can lead to really good increases in price. The players who are beating four or five men in a single game, they're going to stand out and people are going to want those sort of players. And obviously that can lead to them creating chances as well, which I say is the overriding thing which I look for as players who can create chances or not just create chances, but convert chances. Um, I think the PV matrix overall is very focused on scoring goals and whether that's the player finishing the chance off himself or being involved in the build-up to it. Um, I suppose one thing, though, is the uh, assist to the assister. They don't really get many points. Um, I was looking at some research into Real Sociedad's build-up play, and it was quite interesting to see how Mikel Marino and Igor Zubeldia, they actually often provide the assist to the assister, um, but their PB scores are generally very low. So you've got someone mopping up like Martin Odegaard. He's there to hit that high PB score. Uh, but yeah, anyway, I've kind of gone a bit off track here. I think the overall point I'm trying to make is that it's important to maybe have a look at a few underlying stats before you buy a player for their transfer. Um, unless you're looking for a quick flip and you're just going to buy them, anticipate other traders will buy them due to that transfer speculation emerging and developing. And then... Maybe once that transfer goes through, they maybe earn some media dividends or you could even sell them before the transfer goes through. I think that often works well too if a player's chances of earning dividends aren't actually that much better once they actually move. 
Um, but yeah, anyway, overall, I'd say what I expect to happen over the next few weeks and months is quite a bit of money to maybe go into some transfer holes. One to three pounds under 24 quality young talents. I think they could definitely be susceptible to further rises. We've already seen that this last week. I also think standout players in the Premier League, La Liga, Serie A, I do think they'll still rise. There is still 10, 11 games left, I believe. Um, a few of these young English players have risen huge amounts. Anthony Gordon, Eddie Nketiah's rose today, Curtis Jones, Harvey Elliott. There's a load of them. And I suppose they've partly rose due to Sancho um, setting such a high price ceiling now for those young English talents and people want to buy the next Jadon Sancho and I suppose if some of them stand out they could rise huge amounts and possibly earn media dividends as well um, so yeah that's it for today I hope that's been a useful just quick brief update on my thoughts what I expect to happen over the next few weeks and months I hope everyone has had a really good enjoyable weekend and I hope you all have a good week coming up too um, and thank you for listening as always <laughs>